Hi guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we're going to have a great episode with Cody Nelson, the manager owner at the Outdoorsman's, and we're going to be talking about tripod heads and binocular mounting accessories and actually all the accessories that go along uh, with mounting optics to a tripod. And I think it's going to be a great episode that will be in conjunction with the last episode that we did on the actual tripods. I've got a lot of great feedback. I want to thank Cody for coming on. Uh, Before we get to that, I want to remind you guys that GoHunt.com Insider is the title sponsor of this podcast. And the filtering 2.0 program with GoHunt.com Insider is amazing. You can go on there for the western states and search harvest statistics and draw odds and you can filter down through through animal specific through uh, unit specific through harvest you know uh, success ratios and draw odds and all sorts of things trophy quality uh, it's an incredible tool uh, if you're not already a go hunt insider member you can go to go hunt dot com forward slash insider click on the blue join now button and use the J. Scott promo code when you sign up. You'll be prompted. Use the J. Scott promo code. You automatically get a $50 Kuyu gift card. Uh, it is the best resource that any Western hunter can give themselves. So go over and check it out. GoHunt.com forward slash insider. I want to thank Lorenzo and his team uh, for putting together such an incredible resource uh, over there. You can also go on GoHunt.com and uh, it, they have an incredible news feed of everything going on in the hunting world. I want to remind uh, the existing Go Hunt Insider members that uh, this month of August is the uh, drawing for 10 Kuyu sleeping bags, and you're able to pick the temperature range of your choice. And if you're not a member, it's a great opportunity to go over there, sign up for the Insider. You'll still be available, uh, still be uh, open to be in the drawing for this month of August. And uh, in the next episode, I'm going to be announcing what the Go Hunt Insider giveaway is for the month of September. And it's going to be a good one. So, guys, I want to thank you for all the support that you give me here at this podcast. I want to also encourage you, if you'd like to send me an email, you can at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. You can also go check out my website, my new website, jscottoutdoors.com. From there, you can link to all my social media channels, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Uh, and uh, we're staring a great fall 2016 season in the face. It's just begun, and uh, I just want to thank you guys for all your support. Let's get right to this episode with Cody Nelson. Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we have Cody Nelson from the Outdoorsman's in Phoenix. Cody, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, bud. Glad to be here. Yeah, it sounds like the Sounds like the phones have just been ringing off the hook, and you guys have been just uh, having an unbelievable sales uh, the last couple months with all the hunters uh, getting into the swing of things and getting stuff ordered for their hunts coming up. Yeah, Jay, it's uh, to, to, <laughs> it has been one of the busiest years that we've ever had, um, without a doubt. Um, you know, our, our outdoorsman's gear and optics are absolutely uh, flying off the shelf. That's awesome, Cody. Uh, in our last episode, 
number 179, uh, we talked about uh, glassing with a tripod and the importance of a tripod. And today I wanted to cover tripod accessories because I think um, every bit as important as a tripod, I think the accessories uh, and, and the heads that you use, I mean, you can have the most sturdy legs and most sturdy tripod, but if you don't have a great head, uh, you're basically defeating the purpose of using a tripod. So right. today I wanted to talk about all the accessories, uh, the, the um, you know, pan heads, the pistol grip heads, uh, all the different adapter plates, um, you know, the outdoorsman's bino adapter, um, and, and all the things that you guys have uh, to offer there at the Outdoorsman's. Uh, the first question I would ask you, though, is why is the head every bit as important as the legs? Well, you know, Jay, I, I think, well, it's the most, in my opinion, it's the most misused piece of gear or people just don't apply it correctly most of the time, and, and here's why. They run different optics, and, I, and what I mean by that is, is people run, you know, somebody might run just a, a like a, a, an 8-power pair of binoculars or a 10-power, and they might have a spotting scope that's of lighter weight, and that's fine when you use a lighter weight, you know, uh, tripod head, you know, to, to manage the you know, you're, you're viewing through those. What happens is, is the biggest mistake that I see made is that people want to go so lightweight with their tripods that in the long run, what they're actually doing is, is making, you know, making the, the, the head, it, it's basically putting too much weight on it to where, you know, you can't hold the tripod or the, you know, the optic steady. And so, I think that there needs to be a real balance between what a guy's, you know, the optics he's using and between what head he chooses um, because now you can always go bigger and use a heavier head, but I think that it's the most, I think people try to go so lightweight all the time that they, they really miss, you know, what they're, they're trying to accomplish. And the well, idea in other words, in other words, not to interrupt you here, but in other words, they're sacrificing stability um, to go so lightweight that then the platform that they're actually using the tripod and the head, it, 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 it the optics are too heavy uh, for that lightweight system, and they end up getting vibration. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely correct. And Absolutely then once you correct. get vibration, you don't have as clear a view. Uh, when your binos are bouncing all over the place well, and you've got that slight vibration, you're not picking up those uh, details, what those optics are made for. Yeah, and, it's, and Jay, it's not just the, the vibration issue, but if you don't have the, the weight um, to hold the tripod or the, the actual head, so when you put it in the panning mode or you put it in you know, the tilt mode, if your optic is, is way overmatched for the size of the the size of the optic or the size of that head, um, it can create for a, uh, you know, a, a situation where your hand has to steady, you know, the, the, the tripod versus, or the, I'm sorry, the head versus the, um, the optic, you know, hold, or I'm sorry, the head holding the weight. So yeah. 
it, it's and it, we we've it, all been glassing and and you know the the tilt or the pan is too loose or the the bino is too heavy or the spotting scope's too heavy and you're looking at a slight downhill or a slight uphill and it and the the optic tends to 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 put too much weight on it and it ends up moving uh out of your field of view so you're Correct. looking at something and it keeps it keeps sliding either left or right or up or down yep that that's absolutely right so um you know when you're when you're when you're you know when you're trying to get you know things done that way and keep smooth um you know ultimately what you're trying to do is is you're trying to to have a head that can you know fairly easily control the weight of the optic and you know and I'm going to give you an example uh our, our new micro pan head it is an absolute wonderful piece of gear it was created to be a a better ball head, if you will, and it was made so that I mean it's a seven ounce head, and it was made to control and give a, a lot more control, you know, than than a ball head would be, and but it's got its limitations. I have put a 95 STX, and for anybody that doesn't know what that is, it's pretty much the largest spotting scope that's available on the market today. Um, and it's re- and it's it's pretty heavy. Um, I don't recommend our micro, you know, with that particular you know uh, optic because I would rather somebody go with one of our pan heads or go with like a Manfrotto 500 or because when you go to loosen that front handle on a super heavy optic like that, your hand now becomes the steadying factor, and we all know that our hands aren't as steady as as the machinery that we're using. So for sure, um, I, I, I think, you know, it, it just goes to show you that I think you got to match, um, your, your head with the optics. Um, now our micro, if you put a set of 15s or you put a, a 65 millimeter spotting scope on it, uh, or, you know, a set of eights or tens or twelves, it's perfect. But as soon as you jump up into those, you know, it, it's like, you're never going to put a, a, a set of koas on a micro head. It's just not going to work. Right, that makes sense. Um, let's back up just for a second here and tell me what the different types of tripod heads are. I heard you say something about a ball head. Um, explain to me what the different heads are and, and the actual mechanics uh, of what you're saying. You're calling one a ball head and I would assume another one is a pan head. For those that don't know that are listening, can you explain that? Yeah, absolutely. A ball head is, is pretty simple. Um, a ball head is, it's, it's basically the ball is, the, you know, it, it sits in a socket and it has a stem that comes out of the top and on that, that stem is a plate and that's where your optic connects to. And on the side of that is a, a single switch or lever that when you loosen that, it controls that ball head, okay? But there's no handle, there's no, there's no handle to give you leverage or give you any sort of a fulcrum point. There's, there, there's no way to control that other than to have your hand steadying the tripod or the, 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 the ball head. Um, there are some ball heads that are, you know, of, of, you know, better manufacturers that will actually have a panning mode in it, and those are obviously better than just a, a plain ball head. Um, but, the, you know, it, it all comes back to um, most of them are fairly heavy, 
and when you know and, and when they're heavier they give you a little bit more control but when you make them lighter it 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 really you lose the control in the head to- almost totally to where you're 100% dependent on your hands. So um, the the reason guys use them is is because they're very compact and they take up you know a little bit of, you know just very little space in your in your pack. So um, and a lot of tripod manufacturers, it's quite frankly it's it's the it's the option that the the tripod will come with. So that's a ball head. Uh, then you have you have a pistol grip and a pistol grip has a ball socket in it as well. But only it's the pistol grip sits on top of the ball, and it has a, a a handle of which when you squeeze that handle, much like a trigger or a um, you know like a joystick, when you squeeze that, it will allow you to move and freely move your your you know your your uh, your glassing platform around that ball head and stop it or start it wherever you want it as soon as you release the trigger. It, it'll lock so in other words, when when you squeeze, it's free. It's freewheeling when you let go it stops wherever you have it so in other words you can kind of use it like a gyro almost you're yeah. you're 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 looking like a joystick and then once you even if you're looking down or up or to the side you let you let up the pressure uh it stops and and whatever you're looking at is right in in your field of view and then you want to squeeze and start panning around again correct. and then you see something you can stop yep that's absolutely correct Okay, so that's so, the pistol grip, and then obviously and then, then we have the pan head. Yeah, you 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 have pan head style um, uh, heads that, uh, and and you you you'll hear the words fluid head and pan head, and and what that basically means is this, is that you can for the for the optic that you have on that particular head, whether it's a video camera, whether it's a spotting scope, binocular, whatever. You can basically, what I like to term is you can set the tension, and I call that feathering the, the weight in, but you can feather that tension so that it holds your weight in either the panning mode or the, 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 uh, the tilt mode. And you can basically freely move, um, you know, with the handle, you can move the optic in whatever direction you want. And, you know, even if you're at, a, at an angle up and, and you move it all the way to the left, and you stop, it will it typically, if you've got it set correctly, it'll hold the weight of that optic. And okay, and you, you said a word there, you said fluid. And the, the question I would have uh, is, why is being fluid important? Well, because when you are, are the, the, the issue would be is, is that, when you are making transitions from one field of view to another, if your glass is shaky, there is the chance that you might miss, you know, a deer, elk, what I mean, whatever, you know, whatever little sign that would tip you off as to something moving or not moving or a flick of an ear, uh, something that would cause your eyes to not focus and 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 not catch whatever was in that, you know, field of view or on the edge of the field of view. So the smoother the transition, the less your eyes have to to focus and refocus and, and you know, readjust. And in gotcha. which ultimately should mean, you know, finding more game more efficiently. Makes total sense. Um, and then 
Cody, let's talk. Let's also back up here for a second. So you've got your tripod legs, mm-hmm. you've got your uh, heads, and we've talked about uh, pistol grip, a ball head, and the pan heads. Right. Okay. And some of the uh, some of the tripod heads have a pistol grip where you squeeze. Some of them don't have a. a you know, you basically just uh, use your hand to move it on a ball joint. Or they have a certain arm, uh, either in the front or the back, that you manipulate to 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 pan either left, right, or you use your tilt up and down. Is that correct? A- absolutely correct. Okay, but one of the things that I think gets lost also is um, adapting either your binocular or your spotting scope actually to that those heads correct and one of the things that i think you guys have done so well at the outdoorsman's is creating all these different adapter plates and threaded studs and binocular adapters and such tell me a little bit about how that came about well it came about because a lot of the you know, if you look back, and Jay, this kind of goes back to the days, you know, I used to see pictures of guys, and I even tried it myself, you know, 25 you know years ago. I mean, you know, we, I was trying to put binoculars on a tripod, um, you know, with a with a piece of uh, of, of one-by and, and no, and surgical tubing. And yeah. it's because, you know, we didn't have the Internet. You couldn't just get on the Internet and go look and find out certain things. So, you know, we just didn't have that stuff out there and I wasn't a machinist. And, and so it's not like you had the ability just to go, you know, make parts like that. Well, you know, first you started to see, um, a few of the European makers make, uh, uh, you know, they would have like a clamp with a post on it. Um, and it was, I mean, some of the designs were almost archaic in their design. Um, but you know, who knew how big this was going to be too. Um, and you had a few of the optics companies that would put quarter 20 threads in the front of their, um, you know, in the front of their, uh, their, their, their binocular on that front hinge. And, you know, I, it, it really was, there, there was some people out there that were trying to figure out how to make it all work. And, and I know that, you know, when Floyd, you know, kind of had the aha moment and, you know, he he took it up to our partners up there in, in Payson, and and and, uh, and and basically was like, hey, we, you know, we need to make a way for this to be universal, so that we can adapt this to many different binoculars, not just one. Well, now pretty much across the board, you can almost take just about any optic, and you'll see that quarter twenty screw in the front. Now, some won't, um, but. I think that's the 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 beauty of it is is that where we used to not have any that had corner twenty screws, most binoculars nowadays come with a quarter twenty you know thread in, in the front of it. And so what we've done is is that we have basically made um, several different studs and and sizes to fit a lot of different optics out there. And what it's allowed us to do then is then to have a bino adapter that you can clip that stud into 
and it literally gives you a dual locking mechanism for you know not you know I mean not just to have your binoculars steady but also that your so that your binoculars don't fall off or you know come undone because that that was a problem in the past too so for sure let's take a quick break here PhoneScope is a company that makes custom-molded, precisely engineered smartphone digiscoping adapters. Photographing wildlife has never been easier. It is simple to text photos and videos from your smartphone and share them with your friends. PhoneScope stands behind their product with a 100% money-back guarantee. Get yours now by using the JSCOT16 promo code and receive 10% discount on all purchases. Check them out at Phonescope, that's P-H-O-N-E-S-K-O-P-E dot com, or on Instagram, at Phonescope. I have known the owners of the Outdoorsmans in Phoenix for over 20 years. They are the authority on optics and hunting gear. Outdoorsmans is the leading designer and manufacturer of high-quality tripods, mounting accessories, and pack systems for all hunters. Their customer service is the best in the business. Go to Outdoorsmans.com or call 1-800-291-8065 and use the J. Scott promo code to receive 10% off any products. Okay, Cody, so you have your binocular, and most binoculars come with a quarter 20 uh, uh, screw uh, in, in the front, right? Actually, yes, not sir. a screw, but it's a female part. Yeah, so it's a female thread. Female thread. It, I mean, it's, okay, it's and so mo- most all binoculars can be adapted to uh, into the Outdoorsman's Bino adapter and then therefore onto a tripod head. There's very few optics that can't be uh, mounted on a tripod, correct? Correct. Okay, and so with this quarter 20 female uh, thread, uh, you guys then... Uh, have a, a a stud that you then screw into there. Walk yeah, me through so that. Yeah. So what we've taken is is we've taken a stud, and behind the stud is is a flange with a set screw in it, and I'll explain that here in just a second. And then on the on the back end of that flange, there is a uh, it's a a a quarter twenty uh, stud that threads into the the, the binocular hinge. Okay. So what you'll do is is that we've got a we've got an Allen you know tightening mechanism on the, at the at the tip of the stud, and you'll screw that tight. And then we have a set screw that once once you've got that tight, then we, when you hit the set screw and and make sure that that's tight, um, you virtually have a system that you know basically won't allow it to fall off. Um, now I'm not going to tell you that we've never had that happen before. But what I always tell people is, um, please tighten the screws. Um, you can even use like a blue Loctite. Do not use red or green or anything that's a, a more permanent style Loctite. And certainly don't use JB Weld. We've had that before. Um, but yeah, use a blue Loctite or even I've even used just a, a dab of clear nail polish. And, uh, and, and that will help keep everything in check. And um, But it, it is a system that allows for such quick and easy access for you to take your binoculars on and off. And we can do that with a huge um, variety of different binoculars. Um, I mean, literally Pentax, Nikon, 
um, Bush. Now, I mean, anybody that's got that quarter 20, we can do. Burris, um, Brunton, uh, Maven. I mean, any of the stuff out there, we can put our stud into. And, of course, you know, Swarovski and Leica. Swarovski and Leica, and, you know, we've even Vortex. got some special stuff for those guys because there are a few companies out there that have, uh, over the years, have not um, followed suit with everybody else, and they've made it a little bit more difficult to mount binoculars. Um, so we had to get a little more creative to do that, um, one of them being the, the EL, uh, you know, Swarovski ELs. Um, we actually uh, we have a stud that's for that specifically, and um, we actually you know put those uh, binoculars in a jig, and we basically keep the the factory columnization, and we install that stud. Um, we put everything back to fa- factory specs. Uh, once that's completed, you have a binocular uh, mount um, for the EL studs, and you know we do have to have those in house. The process takes about seven to ten days. Um, you know, we're we're very careful with the optics. Uh, we've never had any issues with it, um, and uh, it's it. And it, j- it, just to be clear, that outdoorsman's bino adapter for the ELs, it's a little bit longer because of the wings on the bottom of the EL range. Well, yeah, yeah. On the yeah, we have two sizes of adapters, um, and maybe we should just talk about the adapters now because. Um, once you have the stud mounted, we have we have two adapters. We have a, a short adapter that's about two and three quarter inches tall, and we have a tall adapter. And the reason that we came out with the tall adapter was is that the EL ranges um, they have those two smaller humps on the bottom of the, each tube, and we had to we had to create room to clear the tripod head in order for those to be mounted up. So, but it also does a couple other things. Um, if you, if your eyes are super, super close together and you have to squeeze your binoculars down and your binoculars end up hitting your, your controls or your, your, uh, your loosening, um, you know, your, uh, you know, to take your plates on and off or slip your binoculars on and off. Um, we've actually created, you know, another three quarters of an inch, you know, to help you clear any knobs or any, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, levers or anything like that. And then also, occasionally we get a guy that, you know, he's about 6'2", six 6'3", six and he's looking for just another inch of height, you know, and he just wants to be able to stand normally without scrunching over. And so we've actually helped guys with, you know, with that tall bino adapter with that. So uh, the, the bino adapters all have a quarter... 20 screw on the bottom of them so that even if you're not using our beaver tail that slides in and out of our tripod heads, um, you can slide or you can screw in, you know, some people call them plates, some people call them foots, um, some people call them adapter plates. Whatever tripod head you're using, it it will almost in, in in, I've I've never really had a situation where it wouldn't, but all of them, um, we'll we'll uh, screw into the bottom of our our uh, bino adapter, and then now you have a system where you know you can mount pretty much any binocular and or uh, tr- uh, spotting scope to a uh, you know to a tripod head. Okay, so, and so just to be clear, anybody that's out there listening, if they have a pair of binoculars that has the quarter twenty female thread, 
you can adapt them to pretty much any tripod head and any tripod leg on the market. In other words, they don't have to necessarily own the outdoorsman's tripod for the uh, outdoorsman's bino adapter to work. You Correct. can pretty much take anybody with any optic and yep. mount that optic on a tripod. So I just want to be clear because, you know, some people have a Bogan Manfrotto or, you know, a Manfrotto uh, tripod and they think that the outdoorsman's bino adapter does not work. Well, the simple fix is just a, uh, a plate that goes, screws right onto the bottom of the outdoorsman's bino adapter and they're off and running. Correct. But one thing that needs to be clear in my mind, the outdoorsman's bino adapter in my mind is one of the most unbelievable inventions because of the fact that if you ever carry your tripod over your shoulder and you are just moving 30 yards up the hill and you want to leave your binoculars on the tripod and you just kind of hoist them or you're carrying them you know like a football the thing that's so unbelievable to me about the outdoorsman's bino adapter and i've used it for years is the double locking mechanism that's correct you basically have a screw at the top that it you can correct my terminology but you screw it to tighten it but then you also have to push you have to unscrew it and then push it down and it has a, a flange that makes it a double locking system because i mean when swarovski first came out with um, you know, the, the, the quarter uh, 20 uh, thread, and they had the Swarovski adapter. All it was was a, was a, was a, um, uh, a lever. Well, and if that right. lever came loose, I, I don't know how many people and how many binoculars you had to repair because <laughs> the lever came loose, right, and just fl flung off. Jay, um, the number of repairs and the number of replaced binoculars and i mean people have actually walked off the mountain with their 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 tripod slung over their shoulder and with the different mounts that are out there we I, in my six years now at the outdoorsman's i have helped people replace at least a dozen pair of binoculars i'm not talking repair binoculars i'm saying replaced them because they couldn't find them they like literally doctor. walked out in the middle of the night, and their binoculars are nowhere to be found. So in other words, they're carrying them over their shoulder. The lever flips open. They don't hear them hit the ground, and they can never find them again because they've walked all over Timbuktu, and they're Correct. gone. Yep. You're not talking about the guy that the lever flipped open, and it broke the glass, and they had to send them back for repair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm talking about actually, like, get back to the truck, unpack your pack when you get home, and go, where are my binoculars? <laughs> that's happened uh, that's, at least a dozen times that's never a good feeling i can imagine um well i think another... it should be said too jay when, when people are walking around and doing those little moves i mean there are people that think oh well i just want to put my binocular on there and walk for you know miles upon miles and and or people i've even had people and jay that i know you'll find this hard to believe but I've actually had people put their binoculars on their tripod and strap the tripod to the back of a quad. I've actually and their binoculars seen that. back there just, you know, and and look, guys, I mean, this is just real simple. 
our products are as well made as you can make them. But that just defies, I mean, that's just common sense. If you put a $2,000 pair of binoculars hanging off the back of a quad, I don't <laughs> care how you strap it down. I mean, our, our parts are really strong and good, but it's back there just vibrating for miles upon miles upon miles. I, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure out what's going to happen to all those you know, parts if, if they're given a chance to move at all. And, yeah. we, we, and, we, and we've done it. We've had guys come in and say, this is what happened. And, you know, I mean, we've, we've had to, re- you know, well, we don't replace them for it, but we've helped them replace binoculars because of, of crazy situations like that. So um, yeah. I would just tell people, you know what, if you're not using your binocular, put the binocular in, in, in a pack or in a pocket or on your chest, or it's just safer that way. Yeah, for sure. Let's take another quick break here. Real game calls featuring the elk reel. Real game calls makes innovative, realistic, and easy to master calls using their proprietary, revolutionary design. They are located and manufactured in Gypsum, Colorado. Their calls were designed and battle-tested on some of the hardest-hunted terrain on Earth. Check out ElkReel.com. Use the promo code JSCOTT and receive a 20% discount on all purchases. Go to www.ElkReel.com. Okay, Cody. Um, every day of the week, you get a pair of binoculars that someone brings in uh, to you and wants you to put your stud in and get them all set up to be mounted on a tripod, correct? So in other words, yes, you do it for everyone that uh, comes in and and you can actually help them in-house when they buy a pair of binoculars, but you can also take binoculars that someone already has and get them all set up. Yeah, and and I mean, how many of those, I mean, every day are you sending off binoculars to get the studs installed? Jay, we, um, well, yeah, not just the, the EL stud installs, but we're, we're now, we, you know, we're, we, we've made it now so that we can do um, Zeiss uh, Victory SFs, and, um, and we can all do, the, we, we can do the Victory HTs as well. Um, and then, you know, people walking in off the street, people calling from, all across the country, and quite frankly, we're starting to get, you know, Australia, New Zealand. Um, I, I can't. It's actually grown way faster and farther than I thought. Um, but yes, we get calls on a daily basis of people that they either want to buy the optics and have us set them up for a tripod, or they're walking in off the street and they've they've never done this before and they want us to set their binos up. Um, now, um, it, it is. It doesn't matter whether you buy our tripods. Um, we have an entire system that is meant to work with our, uh, our like our weaver style um, or you know beaver beaver tail style you know uh, 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 quick release. Um, we have a whole system that's meant for ours, but we've also made the system adaptable to any other you know manufacturer or tripod or head or anything out there. Um, for a simple, you know, ease of, you know, uh, use of, uh, uh, you know, to make it easy for guys to use. Um, right. That's the whole purpose of this, is that we wanted to create the most versatile tripod system in the world. 
and right. not just have it be made out of, you know, when you start dealing with plastics and, and different stuff, you, you know, all of our stuff is machined aluminum. So it's built to last, number one. It's built to be maintained, and, it, and it's built to operate under extreme conditions. And our stuff has been doing that for, uh, you know, it's been doing it for 15 or 20 years now. You know, I've said this before when I've had you on the podcast. Uh, for those people out there that are hunting and using a tripod, if they're not using the outdoorsman's bino adapter, I, I it's one thing I can truly say on this podcast without a shadow of a doubt that I think someone's making a mistake. I mean, they're absolutely out of their mind to not be using the the outdoorsman's bino adapter. It is by far, there is not another product that's even close to it. And I see on TV, you know, I don't watch outdoor television that much, but, you know, it seems like every time I turn it on, there's some hunting celebrity on TV that's not using it, and I just shake my head. And honestly, I think it's because maybe they don't know about it. I can't imagine anybody that glasses through a tripod through binocular and uses a tripod that doesn't use you guys' you know, adaptation system? Well, Jay, it all comes back to that, you know, the conversation that we've been having now a couple times now is that people are not used to putting binoculars on a tripod. And, it all, it, 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 you know, they're so used to saying, oh, I've got a tripod, I've got a spotting scope, and that's how I do it. And it all comes full circle back is that, if you will allow yourself to glass with a tripod, with your binoculars, with a good solid head, you will find more game. Period. End of story. No questions asked. It 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 is. It, it, you know, I'm not saying guys aren't successful other ways. I'm just saying that you will be more successful at finding game than you ever have been. If you'll put your stu- you know, your your gear on a tripod, period. It's just it's just yeah. that simple. And the yeah, fact I, you know we we've, we've tried that. to create a system that makes it super super easy. Um, there are some binoculars out there that that because of the dimensions of the tubes and the the way that they're they have their studs put on, um, there there is a few pieces out there that we have difficulty. Um, but there are other options out there, and we will help you or direct you to those options. Um, if we can't help you, we will certainly help you get the product that, that will help. In other you words, you, I mean? you haven't seen much that you can't overcome and can't get a guy well, uh, adapted yeah, and, the, and on a tripod. Yeah, I mean, and Jay, and here's the deal. There's, you know, like uh, the, the one that comes to mind right now, and, and it's, and it's just simply a dimension thing. The the the, the Vortex Diamondbacks, the the twelve fifties, because of the size of the tube coming off the main body, and and what they've done is is instead of making the threads internal, they've actually added an adapter that makes it protrude farther out. And because of that pocket, it won't allow our bino adapter to fit. So. That's one of, you know, I mean, that's only one binocular out of all the different manufacturers out there that we have trouble mounting. And, and, but it doesn't mean that we can't put them, you know, on a, uh, on a, on a Leica Stabilite or a, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the Swarovski, you know, uh, rubber band, you know, their, their plat, their plate with a rubber band that comes over the top. Um, there are lots of ways to mount stuff. 
So we'll help anybody get mounted up, but it's just in that particular case, um, it's one of a few binoculars that w- that we have trouble mounting up, but almost everything else we can do pretty easily. Absolutely. I want to encourage the listeners to go to outdoorsmans.com, uh, go to the tripods. Uh, uh, there, you'll see at the top says tripods, and then there's a drop-down menu, and you can go to outdoorsman's tripods you can go to tripods heads and accessories and it it shows every single thing that we've been talking about on this podcast Uh, you can order anything right there uh, and then uh, it also has the bogan and manfrotto tripods all the different uh, tripods that cody uh, carries there at the outdoorsman's Um, and of course remember that 10 percent discount you get by using the j scott promo code either through the website or when you call the guys at the Outdoorsman's, uh, Cody, your 1-800 number is 800-291-8065. I've been hearing the phone ring uh, during this interview, and uh, (laughs) I I know when I'm down there, it's just the phone is constantly ringing. I do want to talk about um, you guys have an ultimate gear giveaway uh, going on right now, and you basically have three packages and uh, guys can go uh, to find out about the package. I'm going to go over them now, but you can go on Instagram, uh, find the guys, uh, the Outdoorsmans. It's just out, at Outdoorsmans um, or on Facebook, Outdoorsmans. And it's the ultimate gear giveaway. The package number one is a Swarovski X5 rifle scope of your choice with the custom ballistic turret. That's one of the three amazing packages uh, Cody, talk a little bit about the X5 and how popular that scope has been. Oh, the, God, the, the X5 has, has really taken off. Um, it is Sarovsky's introduction into the, um, the long-range hunting scope. Um, it, uh, it, it's, it really, quite frankly, is a bulletproof. Um, it's a little bit heavier. It's, uh, it's a bigger scope. Um, it's it's basically a six or seven year project in the making. Um, I've I've actually shot the the scope um, and and compared it to all the other long range scopes um, that are similar to it. Um, the glass is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I think you'll find that the glass is is better than a lot of the uh, other competitors. Um, the it is built like a tank, um, although it's not. Um, heavier than a lot of the competitors. Um, it's actually, in most cases, a, a few ounces lighter. Um, you have an absolute unbelievable amount of, of elevation and windage travel, uh, which you know you know makes it uh, you know very uh, uh, makes it you know excellent for um, for you know truly long range shooters. Um, the uh, you know you've got a couple different power ranges. Um, and I, I can't say enough about the scope. It's really taken off. Um, you have the option to build custom turrets for it. Um, you can shoot uh, MOA, uh, or you can, you know, have a specific turret built with your ballistics and, you know, specific yardages. Um, I can't really say enough about the X5 because it's uh, it's kind of taken the market by storm, and it's done really, really good numbers, and uh, um, the performance out of it has been nothing short of awesome. So you guys, uh, the the three package giveaway. There's three packages. You're gonna October fifteenth uh, is the deadline that you have to register by. 
Uh, you're going to give away. That's package number one. Um, package number two uh, is a new long-range pack with accessory pod, bino harness, glassing pad, and rain cover. Uh, talk a little bit about that new long-range pack. Yeah, Jay, the, the new long-range pack, um, it was, uh, we basically wanted to create uh, a couple, three different things here. Um, one is, is that this differs from all of our other packs is that uh, this pack uh, allows itself to be disconnected from the frame while still uh, having compression straps so that you can run a, a load between the frame and between the, the, uh, the pack. So, um, you know, without getting rid of any of your other gear, um, we created uh, quicker access to your tripod and we created quicker access to an optics pocket that is specific on top that basically was specifically matched for up to a, uh, um, it'll fit the largest of the 15 power binoculars, which is the Zeiss Conquest HD. Um, but the Swarovskis will fit in there, the, the Minox, the, the Vortex Kaibabs, um, you know, the 20s or the 15s will fit in there. So it's been, uh, it's been wildly successful. Um, we are very pleased with, uh, with the results, and, and the sales have just been fantastic, so I can't say enough about that. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, it, it, um, the harness and the belt and all of those things are, are the same that we've been running, and uh, they're you know, super adjustable, super comfortable, um, and I, I can't say enough about it because we've, we've been selling them by the, uh, by the truckload and uh, to the point where I've had to up my orders again. So um, I, I think I'm driving my, uh, my, my sew house a little crazy because they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're kind of wondering what we're doing down here to get all this business going. So That's awesome. And then the third package is an outdoorsman's tripod, adapters, and a head of your choice. So basically what we've just been talking about, uh, you know, the, the tripod legs, you, you get to pick which outdoorsman's tripod you want, which adapter you want, and which head you want. Correct. Um, and you can go to outdoorsmans.com to see the different examples there. Um, but in order to register, you go on Facebook, uh, you go on Instagram, find the Outdoorsmans, follow the follow the link there on their social media sites. I'm also going to have a link uh, in the show notes of this episode. And uh, it's just an awesome uh, way to, to win some gear and uh, I've, I've already heard a lot of the buzz about, uh, you know, how successful this gear giveaway has been. And, you know, there's, there's people really signing up and um, wanting to win this gear. Yeah, Jay, I mean, we, we've, we've had a lot of people respond to it. Um, and, and quite frankly, it's, um, we've never done a lot of this. And, and you know, it, this is kind of our way of saying thanks to our customers and our way of, of essentially wanted to give back to our customers because um you know we're building a customer base and and uh it, it's just one of those ways to, that people say god um you know maybe a guy doesn't have a chance to buy an x5 or maybe he's wanted to upgrade to an x5 or i mean it, it no matter how you shake it out um i think it's good for you know our return customers and it's it's good to build new customers and and uh, we're just, you know, we're really trying hard to, to service the, the people who support us. 
That's awesome, buddy. Well, like I said, uh, guys, uh, you can go on the Outdoorsman's Facebook page or the Outdoorsman's Instagram account and uh, register. It's a free giveaway, so there's three packages, uh, and uh, hopefully one of the J. Scott Outdoors listeners. Uh, it'd be cool if uh, J. Scott Outdoors listeners won all three. It'd be that, awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. So, Jay, I want to so, go back on to one, one thing just so we, we kind of – we, yeah. we we make sure that that, that our our listeners understand and, and our customers. Um, when you get on the website, you can you, you know you can go through the tripods and go through the accessories and and I I will be the first one to tell you that um, you know there's a lot of parts out there and I mean we manufacture I mean we we, we literally manufacture over 50 different parts and it can get confusing and people you know they they start pressing buttons and order the wrong stuff or and and I would just urge people that if you have any questions about how to build your glassing platform call us that's what we're here for you can talk to anybody in our building and they will be able to assist you in building the best tripod and you know glassing platform for your given situation and system. And so I just, I always want to make it clear that, um, you know, if you already have a tripod and you want one of our heads, we can do that. If you have a full tripod and you're, even if you don't have one of our heads and you want to run our, you know, our beaver tail quick disconnect system, we have a a quick release adapter that will fit on top of your tripod head and screw onto one of your plates that if you want to run our adapters, um, you know, or our bino adapters or our, our quarter 20 plates for spotting scopes, you can do that. And one of the things that we haven't touched on that I like about our gear, and especially, you know, when you're packed away from the truck and you're, you're lightweight, and one of the things, Jay, that, that I know you, you know, we've done together and we've seen it and you watched it, is when you're glassing through a tripod or glassing through a binocular and you spot something, the idea is is that our stuff is, is so well made. And if my tripod is locked down, I can remove my binoculars off the quick release and I can take my spotting scope and slide the quick release plate into the head. And I virtually should be looking. It won't be the exact field of view because you got differences in powers and in field of views for the optics. But you should basically be looking at the object that you took your binocular off of. And so all of this gear, all of these parts, everything was made with the intentions of making it easier and more efficient to find game and when game is found how to keep it, you know, in your field of view, and be able to evaluate it, and be properly. able to evaluate it, or you know, you know, it, it, regardless of what your quarry is, and regardless of what your intentions are, whether you're a trophy hunter or whether you're just trying to make sure that's a buck, it doesn't matter, and it wouldn't matter if you're a birder just trying to identify one of your, you know, one of your, uh, I don't know what they call that list, but. Um, if you're just trying to identify a wing or a color or whether it's a juvenile versus not, it doesn't matter. Our gear was created with the, the, the efficiency and the precision in mind that you could do it you know, quickly 
and without losing sight of the game. That, yeah, that's I mean, the that, whole reason behind all this stuff. And if anybody knows me, point, the passion that, I mean, I, the, I just love, and Jay, I've said this to you many times in the field. It's not about killing for me. But I love, I, with a passion, finding game with binoculars. It, I, I just, I, it's, it's therapeutic. It's, it's quiet. It's peaceful. You know, I'm closer, you know, to, to, the, to, the, to the good Lord and everything that, that was made out there. I, I'm just telling you, it, it, it's, 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 it's kind of my happy place. And people make fun of that and laugh at that. But, you know, I love going out and doing that. And I love doing it really well. And so, you know, it, it's, you know, I, and what the cool part is, is we get to make all this cool gear and sell it and have fun with it and corroborate with our customers and, 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 you know, collaborate. And, and we get to, you know, we get guys that come in and go, Hey, what do you guys think about doing this? Or it, it's anything that we can do to help the, 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 the people out there find more game. That to me, that's what it's about. You know, killing's one thing, but, but finding stuff and, and actually, you know, you know, putting people on it or helping people or, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's no different than the first time I took my son glassing and the first deer he found on his own. I get that feeling every time I find stuff. Yeah, I know. I can attest to that. Having glassed with you a lot and hunted with you a lot, it's uh, definitely, um, you know, you bring up a good point. And one thing I wanted to add there, a little tip, um, it's so important to be able to glass something up with your binoculars and be able to take your binoculars off and put your spotting scope on and be able to find that animal very, very quickly. Uh, I guide people all the time that don't have uh, the these uh, efficient adapter systems and they don't have their binos and their spotting scopes lined up so that... And, and one thing I would I'll tell you is Practice on a big white rock or a big pine tree or something and put your binos on there and get everything lined up and then pop it off and get your spotting scope and get the plate and get everything adjusted just right so that when that moment of truth comes, when you find that big buck and now you're going to your spotting scope that you're not 30 degrees off to the left and you can't end up finding it. And one more tip is when you're looking through the binos and you find whatever it is you're looking for, I always like to identify something in my field of view, Correct. either a, a stick, a rock, uh, a tree, uh, something that if for whatever reason I go and put the spotting scope on and I'm all hepped up because it's a big giant ram or it's a big bull or it's whatever, that if for whatever reason maybe something bedded down in the time that I took the binos off, and I look through and I can't see it and I'm a little bit flustered, it's always nice before you pop your binos off to say it's just left of the white rock or right. it's just below the big pine tree limb. And so you have a point of reference there that you go, I know it's right there. And I, I can't tell you how many times well, that I've, I've found a big buck, I've popped my binos <laughs> off fast, gone with the spotting scope and I'm a little bit flustered maybe I bump something and I have to go back to the binos but when you have that point of reference spot man it's helped me out a bunch well, where I can immediately get on Jay, it. You saying this it actually makes me laugh because some of the best arguments and cut downs and insults that I've ever heard 
is when one person finds a deer and he's trying to describe it to somebody else where it is. And boy, do the instarts start flying. Well, what do you mean it's by the tree? There's a thousand trees over there. Well, what do you mean it's by the rock? What rock? There's, there's 1,400 rocks over there. And, and the, it's just funny to hear guys banter over the whole deal. But I think, I think the one thing that you said in there that is key to everything that we're talking about, it's practice. Yeah. Guys lose, you know, they think, oh, I just, I'm just going to go out and glass and just find stuff. And, you know, but guys, if you really want to get good at something, you know, and, and I don't really think of glassing that I got to go practice at it because, I, you know, anything that, that I enjoy so much, I don't know if I'm really practicing at it. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that the more you do something and the more you do something with a purpose, the better you'll become with it. So, Jay, if you practice – and you pick that white rock, even if you don't, if, even if there's not a whole deer on the whole hillside, and you know that you're fairly new at this game, and you want to be really good at, at exchanging, you know, your binoculars for your, tri, your for your spotting scope, and making sure you're still looking at the field of view, practice at it. Do it yeah. a couple times a session, and I promise you, by the end of the season, you'll be way better at it than when you started. And then that'll yeah. carry over to the next season, the next season. So. Yeah, and the more you do it, the better you get at it. And, you know, another tip is try and have whatever you are looking at. If you're practicing on a white rock, if you're, you know, if there's an elk standing there, try and have it in the center of your binocular. And then in your practice, have it where when you pop your spotting scope onto your tripod, that automatically everything is lined up so so there's a perfect a synergy between your binos and your spotting scope and right. that when you pop your spotting scope it should be right in the center of your field of view well sometimes and, if you practice with that setup you know that it's never in the center it's it, it's either just a little bit left or it's just a little bit right but right. that's where going back and doing it it's ne it's sometimes never going to be perfect but you can know from practice that okay when i pop the spotting scope it's always going to be a little bit on the left side, so I might have to make a slight adjustment right or slight adjustment left. But if, if, you're, if you wait until the moment of truth, trust me, if it's a big enough buck, you're going to be floundering well, all over the place. I, I also think, Jay, that, that, that this brings up a good question with regarding to your gear. If I had a nickel for every time somebody walked in the shop, and I don't care whether it's one of our plates Oh man, Frodo plate. I don't care if it's a board. I don't care what plate is on the bottom of their spotting scope or on their binocular. If I can look at it with my own two eyes without even really closely inspecting it, and I can see that it's, and, and I'm going to try to make sure I use the right verbiage here, that the, the plate in the manner that it's mounted is not congruent with the, the tube, or it's not in, you know, it's not. Uh, 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 yeah, it's too. If it's yeah. all cockeyed and off to the to the left side, and you put your binocular up there, and then you throw your spotting scope, and the plate's completely you know at a forty five degree angle, I can promise you it's not going to be in the same deal. So yeah. what does that tell people, guys? You just need to you know tighten your screws and, and make sure that they're in line and 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 lined up. It, it you need to make sure your you know your any any of the screws that you, that just need a little tweaking. Just do it, you know, every couple of weeks would probably be totally sufficient. 
But we have got, I mean, there, I kind of laugh. There's times of, God, I can't get this to line up. Well, I, I know exactly why you can't get it to line up. Your, your plate on the bottom of your spotting scope's kicked off at, you know, a 20 or 15 degree angle. Yeah, or so, it's loose and it swivels back and forth. You absolutely. Can't ha- you can't be efficient if if your adaptation system is swiveling or moving in any way. Everything has to be perfectly well, tight and um, you know, Jay, we've we've had guys ask us, you know, hey, Cody, why you know, why is it so important that, you know, I can slide my spotting scope on and be in the same field of view and and I would just tell you know, people that and Jay, I've I've had the fortune of, you know, kind of being on Oh, I don't know about twelve years worth of elk hunts, and I can't think of how many other deals we've been on together. But you know what? When when you're you know looking for something, and you got a, a friend that's got a tag, and you know times of the essence, and you see a big old giant bull or a coos deer, and he's moving through the brush, and all you've got is about a thirty second window to make a transition and get a spotting scope on him and look at him real quick to see whether we're going to come back here in the morning and try to, you know, try to get that bull or not. Well, I mean, that 30 seconds may be all you got. Yeah. And I mean, we, that's kind of what separates the men from the boys right there. Well, no, I mean, it's, it, those are things, you know, people ask questions all the time about, well, how do you get things done? Well, I mean, you get things done because if you can't find them, you can't see them and can't evaluate them. You, I mean, you can't, I mean, it's like having no information at all. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I just think that's one of those things that people need to understand that, that, you know, if you want to ask why certain guides or certain people or certain, you know, I don't care if they're a guide or not, there's certain, you know, private guys that are incredibly successful hunters and, and why it's because they're really anal retentive about, you know, when they find something, they want to know what it is right now. And, right. and by having their gear all squared away and having the ability to be efficient like that or, or proficient, absolutely that, that that's why those guys are finding and, and killing big stuff for sure cody it's been awesome having you on today um i want to thank you for uh your sponsorship and your support of my podcast and uh i look forward to uh seeing you this year uh after my utah elk hunt uh i'll get down there to arizona and I, i'm going to be in the same unit down there and uh Look forward to seeing how you do and uh, cheering you on, wishing you the best of success. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Well, uh, elk, elk season, deer season, the whole fall hunting season is about to kick off here. A lot of guys have already been doll sheep hunting. Antelope hunts are going on right now. And uh, deer season's opening in a few days. It's uh, it's on, buddy. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're getting we're already getting successful stories back at the shop, and, and nothing could make me happier or more proud and and to help out with some of that stuff. So, and Jay, as always, uh, you know, the sponsorship is, is good and whatever, but your friendship means more. And, and, uh, we, we have been, uh, I, I just, I, I, I laugh about it cause I'm like, man, I get the platform to get up here and talk about what I love to do. So I just appreciate it very much. All right, buddy. Sounds good. Well, God bless you. And, uh, I'll be seeing you soon. And, uh, hopefully it's, uh, with a big old uh, elk rack in the back of my truck, <laughs> and hopefully when I show up, you got one in the back of your truck too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate it, Jake. Good luck to you guys.